Hey friends, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am Misty Phillip and I am flying solo today because I wanted to share a word with you about biblical motherhood and the impact that it can have on our families and communities. Motherhood is an incredible journey full of joys and challenges. And speaking of challenges, this week I celebrated the fourth anniversary of the Struggle is Real, But So Is God Bible Study. This is a study that explores struggles and challenges that people face in their life and how God can help them overcome their challenges. This study is based on biblical principles that we can apply to our everyday life. It emphasizes the importance of faith, prayer, and perseverance in facing trials and difficulties that come our way. It encourages readers to trust that God's wisdom and plan for their life, even when things seem difficult or overwhelming. The Struggle is Real is a practical and inspiring resource for anyone looking to deepen their faith and trust in God. So if you've never done the study, I would encourage you to pick one up today on Amazon or by going to mistyphilip.com. Like I said, motherhood is is full of joy and challenges. It's a journey that requires patience, love, and sacrifice. As we navigate this path, it can be easy to get caught up in the daily grind of dishes and laundry and laundry and dishes and lose sight of the bigger picture. But when we look to the Bible for guidance, we can find wisdom and encouragement no matter where we are in our motherhood journey. Proverbs 31 is a beautiful passage that describes the qualities of a virtuous woman. This woman is a wife and a mother, and she is praised for her hard work, her wisdom, and her kindness. She fears the Lord, and her children rise up and call her blessed. The subtitle in my Bible, which is the ESV, it says, The Woman Who Fears the Lord. And I don't know about y'all, but I would love to be known as a woman who fears the Lord. And this doesn't mean like I'm afraid of God. This means that I have awe and reverence for him. I want to just take a minute and read verses 10 through 31 to you. Now, it's deep, it's rich, but y'all just listen. An excellent wife who can find... She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax, and she works willingly with her hands. She is like the ships of a merchant. She brings her food from afar. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. She opens her hands to the poor, and she reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all of her household are clothed in scarlet. 
She makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates. When he sits among the elders of the land, she makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to merchants. Strength and dignity are her clothing. And she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom and teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household, and she does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. And so before we go any further, I just want to take a few minutes. Some of this stuff might sound foreign in this passage to you, but I think the main overarching point is if you want to be a good wife, that means that you are trustworthy and that you do good for your husband. You're not idle. You're busy looking after the ways of your home. And and there's even a shout out to the entrepreneurs in this passage because it says that she buys a field, she sells it, she sells other things, she dresses herself with strength and and she makes a profit. So I think the main point is that this woman of excellence is praised because she's a good wife and she's a good mom and she doesn't have to worry about the future because she can laugh because she trusts in her God. And I think that is such a valuable passage for us to study. As mothers, we can learn a lot from this passage. We can strive to be women of integrity who work hard for our families and create a loving home environment. We can seek wisdom from the Lord and ask him to guide us as we raise our children. But as we study the Bible, we find countless examples of strong and faithful mothers who raised children who went on to do great things. One such example is Jacobed. Jacobed is the mother of Moses. She was a Hebrew woman living in Egypt during a time when Pharaoh had ordered all Hebrew boys to be killed. But Jacobed refused to give up on her son and placed him in a basket in the Nile River, trusting that God would protect him. Mama, I want to ask you, are you trusting God with your children? Through God's grace, Moses was rescued by Pharaoh's daughter and grew up to be a great leader of the Israelites, leading them out of slavery in Egypt. Jacobed's faith and determination remind us that even in the face of difficult circumstances, God can work miracles through the love and dedication of a mother. Another example of biblical motherhood that we see in scripture is Hannah, the mother of Samuel. Hannah was unable to have children and she begged God. She prayed fervently to God for a son. Do you remember this passage of scripture? The priests thought she was drunk. She was so crazy and fervent in her prayer. But God blessed her prayer, answered her prayer, and blessed her with a son. She then dedicated him in service and raised him to be a faithful prophet. 
Hannah's story shows us that even when we as moms face disappointment or hardship, we can turn to God in prayer and trust that he has a plan for our lives and for the lives of our children. Our children are God's children, and he loves them, if you can even imagine, even more than we do. So as mothers, we can learn so much from these biblical examples. We can be encouraged that our efforts in raising our children in the ways of the Lord can have lasting impact. We can trust that God is with us every step of the way and that he will equip us with everything we need to be the best mothers that we can be. But one of the most important things that I think that we can do as mothers is to model a life of faith for our children. My father-in-law used to always say, more is caught than taught. We can teach them about God's love and grace and show them what it means to live a life that honors God. We can pray for our children and ask God to protect and guide them on their own faith journey. We can also read, study, and memorize scripture together. Our kids need to see us on our knees in prayer, loving others, being in the word, modeling for them the way that they should go. Now, motherhood is not all a bed of roses. Like I said in the beginning, motherhood can be challenging, but it's also one of the most rewarding roles we can have in life. When we embrace biblical motherhood, we can experience the joy of seeing our children grow and thrive, and we can make a positive impact on our families and communities. Mom, I just want to encourage you today that your work is valuable, your love is powerful, and your influence is eternal. Keep pressing on and trusting God's grace to guide you through every moment of motherhood. I want to share a few scriptures with you that have encouraged me in my motherhood journey. From Proverbs 22, 6, it says to train up a child in the way he should go, and even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Moms, we need to be training our children to love God and to love others, to be in the word and to pray and to do good works. And then when they are grown, they will continue on that path. Now, my next verse comes from 3 John 4, and it says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in truth. I remember a saying that I used to say when I was homeschooling my boys, and it was like, I'd rather they go to heaven than go to Harvard because I homeschooled them so their education was important. But what was really most important to me was that they know Jesus. And I hope that that is what brings you great joy too, Mama. Now, since it's not easy being a mom, I also clung to Hebrews 12.1 that says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. Other translations say this, the sin that so easily besets us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Mamas, we need endurance 
to run our motherhood journey. Motherhood doesn't stop when our kids graduate from high school. We're always going to be their moms no matter how long our children live, whether they're babies or toddlers or teens or tweens or adult children. We're moms and we need to continue to run that race with perseverance. Finally, a verse that I clung to in my homeschooling years was Galatians 6, 9. This was our homeschool verse, and it says, Let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Mama, you need to keep planting seeds of goodness in your children. God's love, prayer, scripture, worship, all of those things. Don't give up in continuing to model good and doing good because you will reap that goodness in another season if you don't give up. So to all the moms who are listening out there today, I want to encourage you, keep pressing on. Remember that you are loved and valued by God and that he has entrusted you with this incredible responsibility of raising your children. Seek his wisdom and his guidance and trust that he will help you on this journey. Now, I hope you all have an amazing Mother's Day this weekend. Thank you for listening to this episode of the By His Grace podcast. I pray it has been a blessing to you. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. From aspiring musicians to church worship teams, theworshipinitiative.com has resources for everyone. The Worship Initiative is an online training resource to help you learn and lead top worship songs with in-depth instrument tutorial videos, chord charts, and more. Alongside instrument training, we have devotionals for every song and training videos on how to be an effective worship leader from voices like Shane and Shane, Phil Wickham, John Piper, Ben Stewart, and more. Only at theworshipinitiative.com. Start learning and leading your team now by using the code SPARK23 for your first month free. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Philip, and I would love to connect with you there. 